welcome to another Chissa Pod. I am Joy Pande. I'm Constance Ranakomu. Giving you another entertainment scoop for the week. Tune in. Welcome back to another episode of the Chisa Pod. If you're new over here, then you should already know that every Friday we catch you up on the hottest scoop. So, let's get into it because, of course, it's been a hell of a week. So, things have escalated between YouTuber Mithalin Damase and controversial blogger Mosa Kaula, mm-hmm. right? So, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm going to start from the beginning, right? So, we've seen these two take digs at each other on social media, from creating petitions to insulting each other. But now they've decided to take things at, uh, to the streets, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yes. So, Mithali shot up Trends List recently after Musa took to his Instagram or social media channels, rather, to post a picture of uh, a knob that he got uh, in a physical fight or altercation with Mithali. So, he went and said, well, he posted that picture and was like, yeah, not Mithali Damase at Durban July acting like she didn't beat me up at Mr. Guy's office. Um, and Mithali just screenshot to that post and went on her um, Instagram stories and was like, yeah, well, and so pinned her foot. Mm-hmm. No regrets. So she's actually admitting to it. And of course, we did reach out to management and they were like, yo, we don't want to, I don't think, the way that Mithali, not Mithali, the way that Musa is painting it out to be is not really how it went down. Mm. But yeah. <gasps> I mean, what was he doing at Leroy's office? I get it, Musa has been trying to I think he just has something against Mithali. It's very personal. It really sounds the part for me. Mm. Um, but if you think back as well, there have been instances where he's been trying to like report on Mithali's, uh, what is this, relationship. Mm. But also with Leroy, um, he's, uh, Musa has speculated or alleged that the people that are working for him are not being paid. So I'm assuming mm. he was going there to speak to the security and check if they've been paid and all of that so basically he shouldn't have been there well maybe he was just doing some research Mm. and then Mithali just happened to be there okay no that is not what happened (laughs) happened I take all of that back (laughs) it could be that but uh, I saw on a different publication actually that um who's this guy Mosa was kind of tricked into allegedly oh, tricked into, going into there. yeah like for a meeting of some sort. Mm-hmm. So it could be a lot of things. I mean, it's not really too clear as to what happened. But let's just let this man tell his story. He actually posted a YouTube, a new YouTube episode where he was trying to explain himself, and this is what he had to say. So fine, once uh, we at the office, and then uh, this remembers that she needs to get her coffee in and the whatnot you know when my friend said okay cool she goes to make she coffee and, and whatnot and obviously i think uh they were like having a conversation with Lira on the side you know so fine and then she comes back the second time she comes back then comes back carrying this hot water boiling water you understand and then she throws this water and then they're mine i mean oh like what the 
She is so mad. Oh my God, it's a whole thing. She throws verses on the floor. She's throwing phones. You understand? And then uh, she, okay, now she's like over here, like all the way up here in my face. You know, I'm like, but we can talk. Like, you know, we can talk it out. So this like, no, I don't want to talk. I want to get your eyes out. I want to hurt you for calling my mom a or a whore. You understand? So, <laughs> so fine. Now she's carrying uh, her iPhone, and then you know, then she hits me with her iPhone at the corner of my, you know. <clears throat> and then, uh, then I am now suddenly swollen. I'm like, what the? F she's like, do you realize what you just did? And whatnot. She's like, no. Nixai I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit you again. Um. Yeah, so that's what Mosa had to say. I don't know what you have to say about that. Look, I mean, uh, for me, it, it became really weird because the questions that were going through my mind that are still going through my mind right now were obviously, why were you there? Who lured you there? I mean, if me, somebody texted me and went like, come to the office and I know that I don't get along with you mm -hmm. or your boyfriend or whatever, I'm not going to come there. I'm not going to go there. So I'm not sure... The truth element of the story yeah. might be both of them wanting to trend or whatever. I don't know. Yes, yeah, I don't so think Musali had anything great to gain from this. Yeah, I think it's just Mosa just picking the bone and constantly trying to push her over or push them over. Or mm. I don't know why he's so invested in the story. Mm. Hence, I guess him being there for yep. some reason. Look, I mean, we've never seen him apologize. I don't know why we're giving him so much airtime. But anyway, he's never apologized to anybody that he's ever spoken about on his blog posts mm -hmm. and, and whatever. So I think Michali Kintwele Ahorge Kual, you know, he said quite a number of um, mm. disturbing things about her mother mm. at some point. And I think, you know, it was but getting also a bit Musa, much. No, this is like the second beating that he's getting. Mm. Remember, it was... Moshe. Uh, Moshe. Mm -hmm. Moshe Ndiki, who also pulled Yana two threads or three <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> in that altercation. So I feel like Kamila Anobali, Moshe must just, you know, mm. hold back a little bit, move on. Like, there are so many things to tell, like, so many other stories to dig up. I think we're tired of Michali's story now at this point for me. Yeah, but I'm also, f I feel like, you know, when, you, when you're watching, I know you don't like watching series, but I imagine it as... Like for now, Dark Mirror recently came out and you were like, I don't know what's going on. So I feel like that's where we are as a country, probably, mm. that we are on the last episode of an entire, entirely new season. So we don't know what led to the trapping and all of that. But uh, let's keep our ears to the ground. Hopefully we will find oh, out. No, hopefully we will not re-report the story. This is <laughs> no, the last not re-reporting, but we'll find out what happened. Because neither Michali or him are actually saying... Um, who triggered who? But and anyway. I know that Michali won't speak on it, so she won't. Yeah. Basically, I, we, this is the last time. So All only right. Only so we even brought it up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, moving right along, Sibusiso DJ's Bully Ope has clapped back at social media users, questioning the ownership of the More Fire brand. Now, this More Fire, we've seen DJ's Boo. He look, he promoted it from the ground up. Look, by the robots. Mm -hmm. By the streets, everywhere. Bona. Oh, they're playing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> He's promoted it everywhere. And he was recently announced as the official sponsor for Miss South Africa 2023. The DJ and media personality took to his YouTube channel to speak of the impact of the brand. Um, not only that, but he also said that he was unbothered by the naysayers because it had 
the, the brand or Morefire had inspired a lot of people. And this is what he had to say. My response to those who say um, Morefire is not mine, I'd like to confirm and say you are correct. It definitely isn't mine because Morefire is yours. I'm at the um, Cape Town International Airport in transit, traveling. And I was just sitting out here and, and just being, going through all of our old posts, man, and just Googling the history of Mofi and where we come from with the brand, you know? I mean, okay, I'm okay. You can just call me a brand ambassador, you know? You can call me uh, a hustler. You can call me an entrepreneur. You can call me your brother. You can call me number one Noxman. You can call me Sonchebe. You can call me Soichasha. You can call me Jaman, you can call me Rasta, you can call me DJ, you can call me producer, musician, radio DJ. I'm not fascinated about titles. And um, I'm just proud of the team that we are at Mofire. All the co-founders, those that are still a part of it, those are not a part of, that are not a part of it anymore the team that is working on the ground, the people that are selling it every day, the people that buy it on a daily basis. It's been a form of inspiration to the entrepreneurship culture in South Africa for people to believe in their dreams and pursue their dreams relentlessly so, consistently. And um, I'm very proud that I've been a part of this journey of uh, seeing that tide turn slowly. It's going to take many years, of course, but... The fact that one has participated in being in the forefront of that struggle has been incredible, you know? Um, I'm not crazy about, I own this, I own that, I'm this, I'm that, I'm a manager, I'm a founder, I'm a visionary, I'm an ambassador. Um, those things matter less to me. What matters the most is that finally people are claiming more fire to be theirs. According to the Miss South Africa organization, the first proudly black-owned energy drink in South Africa was co-founded by DJs Boo and Spiwe Shongwe in 2013. More Fire will feature in the first Miss South Africa television show, Crown Chasers, which debuts on SABC3 on Saturday at 4 p.m., as well as in the live pageant finale, which takes place at Sun International's flagship venue, the Sun Bet Arena at Times Square. In August 13, so next month. Yeah. Mm. So, I mean, this isn't this isn't a new chat, right? It is. Oh, you I mean with more the fire, ownership, the situation. ownership thing? Yeah. You know what? I think. Um, I mean, DJ's booze brand um, has, for a lot of people, has seemed as if like he's just the face mm. of the stuff that he's affiliated really? with. That being the radio station, for instance. Oh, okay. Oh, massive metro. Massive metro when mm. it was still running. Is it even still running? It is. Well shut down at some point mm -hmm. or something like that well what i'm saying is that zbu um you know his 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 brand has been seemingly uh it has just no. seemed as if like he's kind of been the face of a lot of things so with this a lot of people just just did not believe it no but it, guys, you don't think so let's batong. i mean we were there even in the not in the inception i mean we don't know where <laughs> the metro fm <laughs> awards when he was like buy this thing no you know what i mean <laughs> and, but not not to say that we saw where it was produced in the factories or who's working on it or whatever mm. we don't know that the behind the scenes we barely know the behind the scenes of anything mm. really but i'm saying we saw him in the streets selling the the, the energy drink so mm. i'm not sure when people are questioning his ownership 
Are you guys saying what was he? Is he a ten percent? Like what people is the? Are, what people is are the, calling him an ambassador. People are of calling the brand? of the brand and not oh. necessarily a, a owner or anything oh, like okay. that. So he's just saying I'm unbothered, and I guess he has a lot to celebrate because now he's going to be at Miss A. Yeah, at Miss SA. I also want to question that <laughs> <laughs> because Miss mm. SA and Mo Fire are two, two. Like completely separate. Completely different brands. Yeah. One a luxury brand, one for the hustlers in the streets as Pandit. <laughs> so I don't know how that goes together with the Miss SA brand. I don't I don't see it. I don't I really just genuinely don't I mean last year it was BNG. So does this mean BNG is not gonna be there? I mean of course they still get to announce everybody else Others, that's a yeah. part of uh Miss SA, but I just really questioned how. Mm. Yeah, no also, fire. <laughs> yeah, um, Emma's um, SA sponsor. Yeah, yeah, but just to add to what you said earlier on, I mean, it's not like it's a substandard brand. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's sold in 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 retail stores as well. I think yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. pick and pay. Yeah, yeah, every a lot, a lot of retail stores. <laughs> it's well. in a lot of retailers. <laughs> yes, yeah. And so I don't think my issue with the 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 sponsorship though is we've always um, associated Miss SA with like you said luxury mm. opulence. And so this is an energy drink. So I'm just trying to make the connection. I get you. Mm. I also was a bit confused when you said you were doing the story, and I was like, but. Yeah. Anyway, I don't um, know if we were gonna be as mad if it was play. So that's actually, but at I would have been. Oh, I would have been. I still look. I mean, if and I mean, this also brings talk. Let's bring it down to the relevance of pageantry in the country. I've said this <laughs> before. <laughs> I've said this before. I really don't get it anymore. I think mm. we've. I outgrew Miss Essay. I mean, I've mm. never even been into the thing anyway. Mm. So the more I see it, like across the years the more i'm wondering the relevance of it all and the why yeah i i see (laughs) basically we don't understand how those two brands come together but it's happening and boo is just saying you know what whatever y'all want to say all of these opinions that we're also sharing it doesn't Mm. matter because we are we know people are still gonna sell it yeah and hopefully i mean we're gonna reach out to him soon and then maybe he'll paint the picture, the idea behind having that kind of collaboration mm. with Miss S.A. And maybe they also wanted to have a brand that is not synonymous with what's already known. Mm. Like they want to, you know, go out the norm and mm. bring in movers and shakers. I mean, we can't take that away from him. He's a mover and shaker in yeah. the entrepreneurial space. And um, kudos to him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on the other hand, or in other news rather, Boy Titulo got candid about going under the knife. Tung, tung, tung. <laughs> it's <laughs> not a boost. It's not a BBL this time around, though, in the news. It's uh, a breast reduction. And she shared a little bit of her journey. So she took to social media recently, revealing that she had a mastopexy surgery in late February uh, this year after experiencing back pains and, okay, having to kind of fight with her clothes basically to you know figure out what yeah to fit or Mm. to even look as flattering you know sometimes for herself or whatever she feels she wants to look like Mm. uh yeah so she took to social media as i said uh thanking her doctor bruce lelala lelala bruce lelala who (laughs) who's been quite supportive throughout her journey uh she also um shared a before and after uh some before and after pictures listen to this clip right here on my way to the surgery room, I'm going to get a mastoplexy with Dr. Bruce. I'm actually really excited. So mastoplexy is basically a breast reduction. 
hands will be very small when I walk out of here. The main. Woohoo! Hey, <laughs> so we're gonna do your boobs. Mm -hmm. So your boobs are gonna be what you call a mastopexy. So the difference between the mastopexy and the reduction is the amount of tissue that you're gonna be taking. So basically, for you, we're molding and lifting up your breast from from where they are. Thank you. Um, I started doing some research on, um, you know, how to fix it and how to yeah. fix the breast and how to make them smaller and make them feel, look, and um, kind of, yeah, feel and look the part and the way I want them to look. And um, I think after the first consult, obviously, like I said, that's kind of the decision maker if I'm going to um, do the procedure with you or if I'm still going to continue with my search for, you know, the next surgeon. I mean, the, the pre-op preparation is very crucial and it helps you with your recovery because you know exactly what to expect, you know, post-op. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's good news all around. It's great that it's not another BBL report. It's a reduction mm -hmm. and there's a purpose because back pains, I mean, you know. Yeah, <laughs> and she's, she's follow, she follows in the, in the footsteps of, I think it was Nolo Piri. She was an actress on Scandal. She also had a breast mm. reduction. I mean, these are for health reasons. These ladies are coming forward and saying they've got back pains. And besides that, I mean, they're not comfortable. Mm. They were at a point where they felt like it was necessary. And I mean, look, if it's, it's for your health and you are not happy with how you look, yeah. then, then why not? Yeah. yeah. I think I just appreciate her, appreciate her um, telling us. Mm. about it you know um when it comes to people going under the knife in south africa in the celebrity space still a big hoo-ha it's still a big hoo-ha and mm. sometimes you just notice changes and then you just want to <laughs> speculate you're just like ah Maramon. you are like triple d what happened yeah. or you know people want to have a lot of opinions i mean it was amanda dupont who also shared her journey with but it was a breast implants rather yeah. right or implants or boost but, but, yeah Whatever it was, basically, she had a boob job going yeah. on and she shared her journey. So it's good that, you know, they're sharing that uh, as well with the world. Also sh showing that real element when it mm. comes to just celebrities all in general, you know, to show that, hey, boy, you're not alone. I mean, one thing for Nukata. Yeah, but also to add to that uh, reality TV star or off the real Durban, real housewives of Durban. Mm -hmm. um, she also kind of was very open about her cosmetic surgery. Jojo. Oh, Robinson, okay. Yes, she had a nip and tuck. Um, she had a boob job, I think, at some point or whatever. But mm. she kind of opened up she about and her husband thing. have have a lot of work done. Yeah, and she said she doesn't want this whole stigma that's always associated with cosmetic surgery. Obviously, this is entirely different from Boiti's because she was having a reduction. Mm. Um, but also, it was just to bring in awareness that there are celebrities who are very comfortable with the work that they do to their bodies and carry no shame about it. Mm. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Apparently, Zandi is running her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Zandi Gumalo has written a letter to the president to plead to him to speed up the Senzomeiwa trial. The singer Zandi was among the seven people in the Fosloras home during an alleged... The, are we still going with uh, alleged house robbery? Mm. I get it. It's still an ongoing case. Okay. When the soccer star was fatally wounded in 2014, Zandi penned a letter to President following his decision to appoint Judge Rata Mokhateng to preside over the Senzo Meiwa murder trial. And he is taking over from Judge Chifiwa Maumela. Um, hmm. Hmm. This is very interesting. For me, when I saw the news or I saw it trending or whatever. Mm. My first instance was why? <laughs> and then the second thing was 
another why because for, mm. i'll tell you this she testified right recently when mm. judge uh Maumela was still presiding over mm. the case or the trial mm. and i mean it wasn't an easy thing to get there mm. she first wanted a complete media blackout and then the judge obviously ruled against that and said no we'll only have a a, a visual blackout but mm. we'll still hear her voice which is was audio mm. and, and then we saw her breaking down too yeah and then after all of or that then mm-hmm. she still goes on to do an interview live on air to talk about that and mm. i was like but i mean at the time or i think she cited amongst the reasons that she cited for not wanting or wanting to have a media blackout was that she had anxiety or whatever sort of situation she brought up and i thought but you've been speaking out for so many times mm. when it's time to sit in a legally binding position this is when you realize that you don't want to be in front of cameras mm. it was very weird one two i think already she's drawing undue attention to herself and the family i thought she wanted her cuz she's like no we're going to sit down let the law take its course we don't care what, about what people say and whatever mm. and this is the law taking its course the president has decided that you know he'll have another judge presiding over the case for obvious legal reasons and if you're wondering go to times live and maybe just google uh judge tifu amaomela times live couple of stories will pop up where you you you'll be catch up on that story catch up on that story and why he was recused yeah yeah well for me i really uh i mean she's not Yes, she's definitely drawing attention to herself mm. more. Yeah. Uh but she did bring up something uh, about like why is this case being prolonged 8 years? Haibo yeah, is been a quite time. a long time, but mm. for her to say that okay, please appoint uh lawyers and they must work every day and they must not work in every case. It is kind of a good point, um a very unrealistic one. Yeah. yeah. A very unrealistic one, but it's just emphasis on the fact that damn, this has been going on, and mm. I think this case, it must just you know, justice must be served. Mm. You've been crying, even me, I cried. I was like, I don't even know this man. Like this entire thing, it's just sad. It's just sad, and I get, I get, I kind of echo her sentiments when she's like, okay, can we just stop prolonging this thing? This thing of changing, this thing of ing ing, it's just prolonging. Can we just? Look in the interest of fairness, justice and all the other glory things that the law stands mm-hmm. for or the judiciary system stands for. I think let's allow the law to take its course. We've been patient for 8 years. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're always wilding on social media expressing our anger, grief and obviously the re-traumatization of a lot of people that looked mm-hmm. up to Senzo. I mean, mm-hmm. he was the biggest soccer star in the country. He was he was in his peak when he mm. passed away. So I get that. Here's right? what I, I find it. interesting actually. I mm. find it interesting that she's the only one amongst those people who were at that home Yakofos Laras. She's the only one who's talking. Um Kelly hasn't spoken except for that one interview that she did. No, every time Kelly speaks, you know the country has a meltdown. Every time she says something, and, yeah. We all go at her like, yeah, why don't you say the truth? Yeah, what are Yeah, but also so, yeah. Zandi knows a bit of the truth. Oh, she knows the whole truth. She was there. But why is she the one who's running her mouth? I just find it interesting that she just keeps on wanting to be the face of this thing while mm. trying to black herself out of the media. Yeah, also I'm thinking what are proper channels to follow? Look, if you've written, don't you now send it to the speaker of the mm. then something where it's away from me- media attention. But also maybe she might have thought, okay, I'm a celebrity, so maybe when I post it then Cyril they're going to like maybe tell him like Kaibo Kaupendul. Instantly in a minute we uh, we sit in front of TV screens in the office so instantly in the minute we saw the Zandi rights. I was like, oh, God, no. We are tired. <laughs> anyway. We are tired. Basically, Sisiko, just let justice do its thing. I know it, it's taking long. We're all it tired. Is. We're all waiting for that day. Mm. Uh, but another case that's taking long 
mm-hmm. would be um, AKA's uh, death. So if you recall, uh, AKA uh, the musician, rapper, uh, was gunned down outside of a popular Durban restaurant in February alongside uh, his longtime friend and author and celebrity chef Utibs. Um, and they were killed in that shooting. Uh, and while two suspects have been identified, there have not been any arrests made. Now, NC Secretary General uh, Figuel Mbalula is pleading for AKA's killers to be brought to book. It's nearly five months later now. And um, Balula, who was also AKA's friend, is just like, yo, I really miss this guy. Mm-hmm. So he actually took to his Twitter because, you know, he likes the social media thing and attention. Uh, but he's saying something that we all can echo. He said that like, I'm really missing AKA. And yeah, we all miss AKA. And I hope, I mean, he has connections. He's he's right there next to the people that could make that decision. So I really hope that he's also kind of, you know, giving his colleagues a nudge to say, can we just press on mm. for, for this case uh, to, you know, for us to get justice. Mm. I mean, you don't want him to be accused of meddling. I don't know. Anyway, um, besides that, I think by now in the country, everybody was fearing of this happening. The fact that this might just be a cold case. Look at what happened with Senzo. He was shot in a house where there were seven people. Mm. And we have from seven people, we get different stories mm-hmm. as to who shot who, what. Let's not even let alone the whole thing of arresting the suspects even because mm. some of them were already in prison like that story in jay doesn't make sense I, I, though. I, I, but anyway mm-hmm. we trust in sure. the yeah we trust in the law system so a lot of people were kind of wary that this will be a cold case and mm. we are like you say five months into it mm. and it's a cause for concern mm-hmm. it is but what can we do mm. i feel like he must just nudge his colleagues i reiterate that mm. because yes malula yes was his friend you know you miss him you miss aka Cairo misses AKA. Even mm. I miss AKA. Sure. And you know what? I don't like saying I'm a fan, but you know what? I did like his music a little mm. bit. <laughs> you know, we're busy. Pl- I'm busy playing his songs every day. So if anything, the Zandi case is not the Zandi case, the Sensamui uh, trial or case is an example of how um, I feel personally that the justice system or the people who are responsible to, you know, bring justice to this country sometimes drag their feet. So mm. five, we're five months into it. It's time to pick up your feet and like, play your part. Haibo, they're paying us or they're paying them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to yeah. Do I think, um, I think our, our systems are very questionable in the country, but let's talk for another day where we talk about legislation, stuff, whatever. But for now, um, I think they should have had a hotline. Mm. Like in the be- very beginning, mm. went like these are this is the hoodie we saw or the shoes we saw or whatever. Mm. If you got a tip for the police, this is what ha- it can't go so cold so quickly. That's my issue. Mm. And I remember what the I'm gonna go back to the Senzo Mayu again. We were just ho- trial. We were very hopeful in the beginning. Mm. I had a colleague where I used to work at some other publication that I'm not gonna mention for obvious mm. reasons. But we had like updates like. This week, the police are doing this. Next week, the police... Until mm. it got... We got tired of publishing that because we're like, these, this, things are not moving forward. So I really pray and hope that this is not the same. We don't want to, eight years le- later, be sitting with these kinds of stories and trying to piece in together what happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. that... that I think 
um, I was I was mad with the person who leaked the video, but I was also glad at the same time. And I thought, okay, this is gonna be. It's probably gonna fasten the yeah. process, but it seems there's still a delay for some reason. And it's the fact that there are two suspects that have been identified, and still nobody's in jail for it. And of course, you don't want to put the wrong person behind bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but honestly, I think they just personally, I feel like they're just dragging their feet a little bit, and we're angry and we miss AKA. So y'all better do something, okay? Mm. And again, to allude to the fact that the power of social media, we had a hashtag for hashtag justice for AKA. Oh, but I mean, it, no, but I'm saying that it needed to move elsewhere besides just Twitter. I know there was a petition, was there? Mm. I'm making mm. things up in my head. Mm. Okay, okay, fine. Um, I know that there was a hashtag for justice, aka it would have been nice to see us do either a young peaceful march to the police station, hand over memorandum, oh, okay. tell them we need updates, something. You know, there's mm. one thing to be a keyboard warrior on Twitter, mm. and it's another to actually proactively go out there and do yeah. something. We're living in a country where it's a crime hotspot. Every time you look at a headline, somebody killed somebody, somebody shot somebody, somebody mm. it's a lot. So until us as yeah, not me preaching, but I'm going to say it anyway. Mm. But until us as citizens actually do something. Mm. I'm not saying, I'm not in, Shaba, don't go there, be violent, whatever. But let's go to the union buildings. Let's match the, let's match the police station peacefully without vandalizing anything. We still mm. need these resources there for us at the mm. end of the day. Hand them the memorandum. Do some proactive action around our communities. We can't sit back and wait on the government. We see what's going on. Also, guys, next year, it's election. Please vote wisely. Hey, <laughs> let's vote wisely. Hey. <laughs> okay, so basically, Mzabalas, yeah. let's move right along, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, moving in. Oh, man. Moving to more, not more sadder news, but I feel like this kind of set the tone to where we were going. Mm. Um, so tributes have been pouring in since Monday, since the news of Teboho Masati's death. The Masati family confirmed he passed away on Monday. Masati was a celebrated writer, producer, director, and he directed a lot of productions as well. And he was also the co-director or co-owner of Bomb Productions. Yes. He was also part of creatives who created controversial youth drama Yizo Yizo. Now, if you might know, if you do have Netflix, Yizo Yizo has been or is now streaming on Netflix. He also was part of Portrait of a Young Man Drowning in 1999 and For Love and Broken Bones 2016, Isibaya. Like, there's a lot of productions that they mm. worked on and a lot of tributes that were coming in are from people whose lives were changed by him directly yeah. or indirectly. Some he inspired to go make film. Some he inspired to start their own productions. So it's really, really, really a sad, sad, sad story. Story. Yeah, uh, I mean, I was quite... Um, I mean, his his strides that he's taken in, 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 in the entertainment industry mm. show, like... In so many spaces. I mean, of mm. course, we saw on social media with celebrities mm. speaking on that. But I was also surprised. Like, yo, my WhatsApp status is people are like, yo, my brother. I'm like, you brother. <laughs> like, he yeah. was quite known. He was very he, big, yeah. Yeah, like, there's a lot of people. He made a great impact in the in, in the industry. And I think, um, yeah, it's just sad. And I, 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 I mean, of course, we don't have to speak on... His cause of death. I mean, that's quite a. I mean, we don't know. Private, yeah. yeah. Quite, it's quite a private thing, and we will respect that. Mm. Uh, but really, rest in peace. That's all I can say uh, with regards to that. It's quite, it's 
quite a sad one. We lost. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think it also speaks legend. to the kind of person that he was. Um, there are people who, for instance, are behind the scenes who write, direct, and they never really want to be in the limelight. And whatever they do for people, they never mm. want that limelight to be on them. Like, yeah, I help Joy get to. Yeah, I helped whatever. It was very humble in that sense. And, and yes, he was a yes, great writer. Great writer. And it's, it's in the way he wrote about the daily lives of South Africans. Mm. I think that also touched a lot of mm-hmm. people that were, you know, sharing their tributes on social media. But I think the one that stood out for me is somebody saying that, I don't remember who though, but saying that they've paved the way. And that's all there is. Mm. We need a lot of people who are going to pave the way for others. It's one thing to be recognized as a filmmaker, director, whatever. It's another to know that you need to bring the letter down for others to step up. Mm. So condolences to the Masati family and to his wife and children Pepe, Mudimal um, Khomoting and um, yeah. That's that about that. Sorry to leave it on a sad note but I'm pretty sure next week we got more great news. Zero deaths I predict. Um, yeah so that's all for this week. Remember that you can find our latest podcast review and subscribe for free on iono.fm, Spotify Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Player.fm, and Pocket Cast. You can also find us on all social media platforms at Chissa Live. This Chissa Pod is a Times Live production, and our technical producer is Demi Boozle. I have been your host, Joy Pande, from me and Constance Khanakomu. Until next time, it's goodbye for now. Bye.